Welcome to Godable, a daily reading of holy texts known in the Unificationist community as Hundoke. Today we are reading from the Pyeonghwa Gyeong. Pyeonghwa Gyeong, Book 5 Absolute Values and a New World Order. We need to defeat communist strategies. Likewise, from the beginning, Reverend Moon and the Unification Movement have endured tremendous misunderstanding, accusation, persecution, and tribulation, not only in the area of religion, but also in politics, economics, culture, science, technology, media, and education. We have been opposed and persecuted wherever we have been by every segment of society, from the general public to governmental authorities. In a sense, therefore, all people in the world are directly or indirectly responsible for the fate of the unification movement and are accountable for their actions in front of God. The worldwide opposition, however, has been orchestrated in particular by communists. Their target is anything with Reverend Moon's name attached to it. For most people, it has been quite difficult to gain an accurate understanding of the unification movement. Most of what people have heard and read about us has been the reflection of lies and sensationalism spread by our opponents and compounded over the years. What people tend to believe about Reverend Moon and the unification movement derives mostly from the repetition of false allegations made long ago. Following Lenin's teaching that a lie repeated 100 times will become a truth, communists have repeated endlessly the same false rumors in order to lend them credibility. For example, in the past 12 years, the Japanese Communist Party has printed 1.6 billion pieces of anti-unificationist literature in their propaganda organ, Akahata, and its affiliated publications. This comes to 16 pieces of malicious propaganda provided to every Japanese man, woman, and child. This is but one of the many sources of disinformation put forth in the communist attempt to destroy our movement. Anti-unificationist propaganda also flows unceasingly from countries such as China, North Korea, East Germany, the Soviet Union, Cuba, Nicaragua, and Libya. These lies filter down to public officials, intellectuals, religious leaders, and the media, and eventually to the general public. By then, the distorted facts have been heard so many times people believe them to be true. The most despicable actions against us, however, are apparent in the inhumane treatment of those who join the unification movement. It is clear that the so-called deprogramming movement is supported by communists. Judges and courts, the supposed custodians of human rights, often collaborate in this infringement of fundamental religious liberties. Ironically, the greatest violation of these rights takes place in countries that loudly proclaim their regard for human rights and the freedom of religion. The methods involved in deprogramming are like those used in communist concentration camps. Using parents and relatives to entrap members, deprogrammers can commit grown adults to mental hospitals, citing our members' supposed illness of holding a minority religious belief. Other typical deprogramming techniques include kidnapping, illegal detention, violence, psychological harassment, sleep deprivation, inducement to use alcohol and drugs, sexual seduction, and rape. Through such threats, harassment, and manipulation, professional deprogrammers force members to renounce their faith. Many victims are injured physically and psychologically because of this criminal activity. You cannot imagine the deep sorrow I feel when I see so many people I love suffer for their faith and ideals. Incredibly, the deprogramming movement accuses us of using the reprehensible tactics they themselves practice so wantonly. 
You may wonder why communists have so much fear and hostility toward Reverend Moon and the unification movement, and why they are trying so desperately to destroy us. As you know, the ultimate goal of communism is nothing less than a communist party dictatorship subjugating the entire world under the banner of atheistic materialism. Actually, Marxist theories, such as the labor theory of value, surplus value theory, dialectical materialism, and historical materialism, are inversions of the truth put forward only to justify violent revolution. Until now, nothing has existed that could give the world hope in light of the specter of communist global domination. Unification thought is the basis by which to overcome communism. The unification thought system, however, exposes the fictions of communism. Communists know this and therefore are trying to exterminate unificationism at its source. They are extremely afraid of anything that exposes their true identity. Communists around the world have dominated millions of people because of their ignorance. Some are courageous enough to fight them, but because they lack a strong ideology and organization, they are isolated, weakened, and easily defeated. Millions of people have been slaughtered without mercy by communist regimes. Today, hundreds of millions wait for liberation from communism with tears of desperation. I myself spent nearly three years in a communist concentration camp under the North Korean dictatorship of Kim Il-sung. They sent me there to die, but I survived and eventually was freed by the United Nations forces during the Korean War. Part of my life's mission since then has been concentrated on how to establish the absolute truth, a truth superior to communism that can bring about the world's liberation from that ideology. I now can speak clearly about the crimes I witnessed. I now have a substantial foundation on which to speak, to act, and to surpass communism. Thus, you can understand why the communists are afraid of Reverend Moon and his organization. What the communists find very difficult to understand is why Reverend Moon's movement continues to grow so successfully in spite of all their opposition, persecution, and slander. For instance, in Japan, we have more than 3.5 million members in the International Federation for Victory Over Communism, IFVOC. First, communists do not realize God is alive and substantially working behind the unification movement. Second, they do not understand the true essence of religion and the fact that human beings feel truly satisfied in their inmost heart only by God's truth and love. Finally, they do not realize that God's laws, which govern the spirit world and the universe, do not operate in accordance with dialectical materialism. The unification movement is sustained and motivated by the deepest religious experience and discipline, based on the fundamental truths of the universe. For that reason, we can move the original essence of the hearts and minds of people the world over. For that reason, our members can overcome trials and hardships no matter how severe. They have learned to forgive. They accept persecution and trials as nutrition for their spiritual growth, rather than resenting those who persecute them. In short, the true members of the unification movement have an unshakable faith and power to persevere through any opposition. This is proven by the fact that we have already established strong foundations throughout the world. Lighting the Fire of a Worldwide Cultural Revolution Reverend Moon and the unification movement are involved in a life-or-death mission for the sake of God and humanity. However, this mission is not the monopoly of the unification movement. The members of this movement desire to work with all people of conscience and ideals in the new cultural revolution. The people of the free world, especially Christians and all religious people, ought to be the greatest friends of the unification movement. Tragically, 
These people have all too often been ignorant of the communist strategy and unable to distinguish friend from foe. As a result, they frequently have attacked and subverted their true friends. Lately, however, the situation has been changing. People are becoming indignant about the threats and injustices of communism. Recent events clearly expose the strategy and tactics communists have used ever since their beginnings. Conscientious scholars, professionals, and religious leaders are beginning to join under the general banner of unificationism as they become more and more concerned about the future of religion and the free world. Also, people are attracted to the unification thought system because of its power to combat moral decadence and its very potent counterproposal to communism. Today, you and I stand together confronting a common destiny. Let us work with each other to defend the academic world from communism and fulfill the task that history presses upon us at this time. My unificationist family members and I are determined to meet this challenge. From this day forward, let scholars throughout the world join together to take leadership in every field. On the communist side, Marxist scholars assume leadership roles to manipulate students and campus activities. In concert with labor and minority organizers, they create a formidable ideological and social front, which works ultimately to the detriment of real human happiness. Thus, we are urgently compelled to establish a systematic social foundation through the responsible cooperation of professors and students. To my bones, I have come to realize that a person who advocates righteousness in this evil world can be eliminated easily if he has no substantial foundation. Thus, a unified front of scholars and students must work together with Christians and all other religious believers. Living at this most important time in history, we stand on the boundary of life and death. I cannot but fervently desire that you, as ambitious and righteous scholars and educators, will make substantial constructive changes in the world. Let us work together in a unified front, embracing all areas of life, standing at the pinnacle of history, let us ignite the new cultural revolution reaching the four corners of the earth. May God's abundant blessing be with your countries, your families, and every one of you. May God guide your discussions in this 12th ICUS meeting. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Godable. Godable is brought to you by the National Victory Fund and support from listeners like you. To donate, visit godable.org. Thank you.